Roll camera. Mics up. And action. Live from Australia, streaming around the world. Around the world. The most cinematic podcast of your week awaits. This is Bottomless Popcorn with your host, Morgan Brown. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Bottomless Popcorn. My name is Morgan. We're off to the movies again this weekend. We've got a, we've got a good friend of mine, Claire Dixon, on the show. So we're going to be talking to her about her four favorite films as we go to the movies. Um, Claire's hilarious. I'm really excited about this episode. So let's get straight into it. Welcome, Claire Dixon. Hello, everyone. My name's Claire. And the last movie I watched was a horror film called Alone. And it was freaking scary. <laughs> very Hello. good <laughs> how are you claire thank you for doing this i appreciate it my pleasure i'm good how are you i'm good too we're just uh having a chat um before we get underway how how do we know each other claire i i think that's a bit of an interesting story too no well as uh as said uh previously before alcoholics anonymous <laughs> yes <laughs> that was some time ago but we've since remet under different circumstances right <laughs> We know um, each other through Isaac. Yes. So you are uh, the fiancé of uh, Isaac Butterfield. In case you can't tell from the background. <laughs> oh, no, I just thought you were a massive fan and oh. just <laughs> couldn't get enough. Just put your time <laughs> supporting Isaac Butterfield and Conor McGregor. <laughs> um, you guys are engaged to be married. Mm-hmm. The if date of marriage. Yeah. Up. And how is that, uh, how's that looking? Oh, well. Because it's next year in July, I'm, I'm, I'm looking positively at it because it's such a long way away. So surely by then, Gladys will let us do something. You would hope so. If not, it'll just be five people, and Which that might be just be. as nice. Yeah, exactly. You'll be <laughs> one of the five. Yes. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to carry the rings in, don't I? I'm the yeah, boy, yeah. the ring boy. You're, you're my I'm ring boy and bridesmaid. Oof! There we go. Look at that. Very good. All right, do you want to jump straight into it? Yes. All right, so we're going to go to the movies. Yep. But we're going to stop at the candy bar. So what uh, snacks are you going to get from the candy bar to watch the movie with today? I'm going to get a chocolate chop top and a, ooh, I might get a bag of Maltusers and a Pepsi Max. Yeah, nice. What, a regular, like regular just soft drink or frozen? Oh, I'll get a regular. Yeah, nice. Okay, very good. And no popcorn, just the Maltesers and the chop chop? I'm not feeling salty this morning. I think I'll go with me sweets. All right, very good. I like that. What about you? Yeah, I think I'm the Maltesers too. Yeah. Just a regular Pepsi Max. The chop top maybe if it's in the nighttime. Yeah, that's fair. We'll have to see. Um, What about the first time you ever went to the movies? Do Mm -hmm. you remember the first movie you ever saw at the movies? think so i think i was five years old and i think it was one of the land before time movies okay yep yep and i'm pretty sure that that was the time that i got this little scar on my chin ah the old flippy seat debacle the flippy seat yeah i crawled under hunting for popcorn mum turned for a minute and it went up and knocked me back and blood went everywhere and i had to get stitches So it was Imagine a that in the darkness, trying to solve that problem in the darkness of a movie theatre. All this noise going on, 
Poor little Dixon's on the ground crying her eyes out. <laughs> little Dicky was not pleased. Imagine the guy that was working there, like with the torch, just going, Oh, I don't get paid enough for this. Yeah, no, I didn't see that or whatever. <laughs> they weren't pirate in the movie. I don't care. <laughs> um, do you, what, what, what's a movie you remember seeing, um, mm-hmm. but you remember seeing it more for the experience of seeing it rather than the actual uh, movie? Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say Harry Potter. Okay, yeah. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but it was in primary school and we all dressed up as our like characters and everything. Sure. So I think I think I was Hermione, or maybe I just had a hat on because I'd forgotten about it and I was like, <laughs> Mom, we need something that looks like Hogwarts. And she was like, Here you go, dickhead. Look, there's a construction site out the front. I got you an orange coat and put this on your head. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That's um, right. So this is in primary school, right? So it's yeah. just like part of a book club type thing where they've taken you know, all the kids to go and watch one of the films that you've just read in library or something like that? It won't know book club. I think oh, it was no. just like, <laughs> five, six, if you want to go and uh, see this, we need to get your sleep and a blood sample and then you can go to the movies. Oh, so they were ahead of COVID times back then even. Oof. Oh, they knew. Dudley Primary School knew. There you go. Um, what about, uh, so if movies are based on like novels and books, comic books, stuff like that, do you, do you find yourself reading them like before the movie comes out or are they something you visit um, after you've seen the film or you don't particularly care? You just read it if you read it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I don't particularly care. I'll read it if I watch the movie and I'm still like thinking about it and want to read it because it takes a lot for me to read a book. So I did read two of the Harry Potter books that were really, really good. Um, and I don't know, at that moment, I've just been really into true crime. So I'm reading one book now, but sure. probably not many movie books. I just want yeah. the movie to be a movie and switch yeah. off and absorb. Sure. Yeah, very good. Is there any, like, um, of the true crime stories you have read? I know you've looked at a lot of them. Um, like, even recently, you were doing the William Tyrrell one, and I think you're doing the Daniel Morecambe mm-hmm. one right now. So... Are they things like they're tough subjects for sure, but are they things you'd like to see as movies or do you think that's a bit Um, because they're in Australia too, they might be a bit too close to home kind of thing or. Yeah. I think that if they were done right, I think that the Daniel Morcom one could be a really good movie. Um, William Tyrrell, just because it's still unsolved and still quite fresh. I think it could be really good if it was solved, but they need to have big bad Gary Jubilant in it to make it worthwhile. He seems like a really well, uh, really, really good guy. I saw the, he was, Isaac just had him on mm-hmm. his podcast the other week. How yeah, nice did he seem? Yeah. It's so crazy that he got, um, you know, kind of thrown off that case because of how oh. things went. But it's it's madness to think that he was there trying to find this missing kid. I know. Yeah. happened. No, it um, was so wrong. Yeah, I agree. Um We've got a movie trailer coming up now. It's one of your top four favourite films, and it's uh, it's The Grinch. Inviting me down now on such short notice. Even if I wanted to go, my schedule wouldn't allow it. Four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. 4.30, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell no one. 5.30, jazzercise. 6.30, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. 7 o'clock, wrestle with myself, loathing. I'm booked. 
because if I bump the loathing to nine, I could still be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. But what would I wear? Just Cindy Lou Who, that's it. Yeah. Just that little nose on Cindy Lou Who. That's that's what got you. She's so beautiful. She's so cute with her hair. And I love the town. I love the colours. The storyline's beautiful. Um, I like the fairy light machine. The I wish I had one. That would be freaking awesome. at Christmas. You'd do it all in one day, right? Oh, so good. <laughs> and I just love the Grinch. I think that Jim Carrey does it very, very well. Yeah, it is a good one. Um, I looked up some some trivia that I thought you might find interesting about yes. uh, the Grinch. Yep. Uh, so according to Rick Baker, who did the prosthetic Fuck makeup for the Rick oh. Baker, he did the prosthetic makeup for all the films. So all the, oh. the costume that the, the Grinch and the Who's have to wear. Uh, the prosthetic makeup Jim Carrey has to wear took about two hours to apply and one hour to remove. Uh, Jim Carrey revealed on the Graham Norton show that it felt so uncomfortable every day having to put himself through the experience of putting it on. Uh, he went and sought uh, counselling uh, of like CIA agents to like how to get yourself through like torture situations to be able to get himself through it. Like Holy he found it so difficult to get into it every day. He had to go see like professional help about how, how to deal with torture to enjoy oh going God. through their makeup every day. How mental is that? Oh my god! Well, thank you, Jim Carrey, because it's watched every year in this house. Yeah, it's a big Christmas oh feature, god. isn't it? Right, like it's oh, every it's year at Christmas. Every year at Christmas, it has to be watched every yeah. single fucking year. I can't it's believe really... that. That's so cool. Well, not cool, but yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Bless his heart. Exactly. Uh, and then, oh. so the producer and the director is a guy called Ron Howard, and he was so thankful to Jim Carrey for putting up with it every day that on one of the final days of filming, he put on, he had Rick Baker's team apply him into a full Grinch costume and outfit and makeup. Oh. So he directed a whole day in a Grinch costume himself to say like, hey, I realise this is really difficult for you, but thank you. Uh, oh. But in the morning, in the morning when this was revealed to Jim Carrey, he got the shits because he thought his stunt double had been replaced and they'd found someone that looked nothing like him, not as tall, uh, not the right shape. Uh, so it actually didn't go over as well as they had hoped it to in the morning when they first revealed it to him. <laughs> and then the the Who, Whoville, the town, yep, yep. is uh, a lot of the like citizens of Whoville are actually Cirque du Soleil performers because of the way they're moving around, especially in the parade and all the acrobats and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. they've got actual circus like performers. I never to come would in have thought like, that. They're all just how crazy is that? Around. Yeah. Exactly. And then <laughs> I, I don't know if it's still there, but. I think it's Universal Studios in uh, Hollywood has the, the the soundstage tour and it has a section of Whoville constructed on part of the tour. So you drive through. So I think that sounds like your place to be. Imagine doing that one on Christmas, though. Oh, so good. I'd love would that. that be? Be How good would that be? Oh, my God. All right, I'll move that on. So I'll get to... Uh, it is. I think it'd be so cool. Like, imagine saying, because that looks wild, like all that oh. architecture and how everything's, nothing's square, like everything's yep. rounded and, like, that'd be really cool. Agreed. Um, I've got some more questions for you now. This one you could probably answer two ways, um, as in what film has the best 
uh, soundtrack or score. So soundtrack as in radio music, like commercial pop songs and stuff like that, and score as in um, the orchestra, orchestra, orchestral music that plays uh, usually throughout the entire film as themes and stuff like that. Harry Potter? Okay, yeah. What do you think? I reckon it'd be Harry Potter. That's a pretty iconic one because most yeah. of the Harry Potter films end like with that same yeah. theme and it's pretty recognisable, I think, to yeah. most people. I'd say That's the Harry one. Potter one um, or the classic uh, Let It Go by Wolf from Frozen. Yeah, a musical. Oh, yes. Yeah. What is that? What is your favourite um, musical film? I've never been to a musical. I'd really like to go. Yeah. Um, oh, like you mean stage show? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you mean? I meant movie. Like I, I know movie there's, musical. there's heaps. Uh, like I know you've got like Moana and like The Greatest Showman and stuff like that. I'd, I'd go Moana over The Showman. Yeah. That, I listened to that playlist so much when it first came. Yeah. Out. The Rock's got a beautiful voice. He does. It is really good. Um, what do you think is this one? You can probably answer two ways as well. What's the the best looking film? So this could be yeah. like you think the camera moves are really cool, or the best looking film, like everything inside the frame is really great, like the sets, the costumes, yeah. the 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 overall look of the film. Um, Harry Potter, the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. It's a visual yeah. masterpiece. And the, I think that one you mean probably for both aspects, right? Like how yeah. the camera moves and what's within it. Yeah, that is a good one. And I've noticed that is one of your um, one of your movies that will be coming up shortly too. So maybe we'll talk about that one a bit more when we get there. It's so good. Um, what, what's, the, what's the funniest film you've ever seen? Happy Gilmore or yep. what's that other one? Um, Happy Gilmore or... I thought The Longest Yard was pretty funny, but I haven't watched it. I'd go Happy Gilmore, I think. Yeah, okay. That, yeah, that is a really good one. So that's the Happy Gilmore is the, the golfing one. Uh, yeah. And then you see The Longest Yard, which is the uh, the prison football one. Yeah. Too. yeah. 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 I think his, his sport comedies are really good. Like they are. Very, I, like to this day, I remember like kids in primary school seeing stuff like um, – Billy Madison and Happy mm-hmm. Gilmore and quoting them. Yeah. And even now they still are like probably I would say one of the most quotable. He called the shit yeah. poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll switch we'll switch ends of this spectrum now. What's the saddest film that you've ever seen? Marley and me. But yeah, anything with an animal that dies. Yep. Move on. Don't want to talk yeah. about it. All right, we'll move on. What about the scariest film that you've ever seen? What's that? The House on the Left. Yeah? It's what about horror, that one? Got you. Horror thriller movie um, about a girl and her family that go to a, um, it's not a beach house, it's not a lake house. There you go. Yeah. Um, and something happens to her that is really, really messed up and the storyline's just super engaging from the start. It's not one of those movies that you sort of, you know, play on your phone or go and get a snack. You have to like sort of watch it and you just sort yeah. of in it from the moment it starts. It's really good. Yeah, Highly awesome. recommend. And that's like even now when you watch it, like multiple times, well, yeah. we've seen it since more than once. Yeah. So it still holds up and it still feels oh, scary to you when you watch it's it. so scary. I'm pretty sure actually 
now I think about it, I think that old mate from um, Breaking Bad's in it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, is it? Jesse? Yep. I'm pretty sure. sure he's one of the baddies in it. And it's yeah, still right. a really, really scary movie. That's awesome. I think like a, a film like that where like it can remain funny beyond the first viewing or it can remain yep. scary, like that's yep. that's probably a pretty good sign of a film that's really well done. So I'll have to check that one out. I haven't actually seen it. You should watch it. I think it's on Netflix. I have the okay. do I'll have a look for it. I'll, I'll search this one out. Um, has the film ever made you mad watching it? Oh, Mamma Mia. Yeah. Oh, they were awful movies. Mum and I went and saw them and walked out, and I've never walked out of a movie. Yeah. And I just thought it was fucking awful. I know lots yeah. of people loved it and it won all these awards, but Mum and I just sat there and were like, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen. It's just a bunch of crazy women and fucking bloody old mates strutting. It was just shit. I was like, I can't watch this anymore. So we left yeah. and went to the shops, I think, and went home. Yeah. that's And I leaving the cinema to watch a movie, that's a huge statement. Because I know, I, like, on your streaming services, on your TV at home, that, that's nothing. You put something yeah. on for a couple of minutes and, yeah, this isn't for me, whatever. But to yeah. leave the movies, that it has to it's have, a big really fun. didn't like it, isn't it? It was yeah. just shit. I think it, it might have even been the first one that we saw and, it, and there was just all this hype and I know that like some of mum's friends were like oh you've got to go and see Mamma Mia it's so good and mum yeah. was like come on so we went and watched it and I was just like oh my god this is the worst thing ever and mum hated it too so we were just like yeah very good it was a bit nerve-wracking leaving the movie though I felt like a bit of an asshole because she's sort of like excuse me <laughs> <laughs> getting over oh. everyone crossing over everyone's legs and stuff to get out the row yep <laughs> All right, let's move on. We'll go to your, your third favourite film, so the second trailer now, uh, and it's Lilo and Stitch. See? Uh, Lilo. Comfy. Hey, what is the matter with you? Be careful of the little angel. It's not an angel, Lilo. I don't even think it's a dog. We just have to take him back. He's just cranky because it's his bedtime. He's creepy. He's asleep. from something else. We have to take him back. He was an orphan and we adopted him. What about Ohana? He hasn't been here that long. Neither have I. Dad said Ohana means family. Huh? Ohana means family. Family means nobody, nobody gets, gets left, left behind. Or? Or forgotten. I know, I know. I hate it when you use Ohana against me. I would say Lilo and Stitch is probably one of my favourite movies of all time and I've watched it easily 20 times, I reckon. Yeah. Easily. I love it. It is just beautiful. What about it is it that, like, because there is a lot, like, those animated Disney films are really, like, everyone has their own one for, like, special reasons. What is is it about Lilo and Stitch to you that that one is your favourite? Um, I think Lilo herself is just such a beautiful little character and I related to her a lot as a kid because she was a bit of a lonely kid and I was as well, not to be too sad. 
And I remember her, you know, and she was like asking for a friend at her bed and she was lonely and Stitch came into her life. And to me, I was just like, oh, my God. And yeah, um, there were just so many beautiful aspects. And the fact that her sister raised her and their parents passed away and it was just, it's just such a good movie. And I think the colours as well. I don't know if that's yeah. just being a bit weird. but no, I think colors- it's because it's set in Hawaii, which is a yes. place that isn't often seen in yeah. um in movies, especially animated yeah. ones anyway. Yeah. So I think they took full advantage of the fact that they could make this the most yeah. beautiful looking setting yeah. they could. And it, it was absolutely so worked. pretty. Yeah. And the ocean was beautiful. Um, just everything about the movie, I think, yeah. was just really nice. And it's got lots of like really good lessons for little kids to watch as well, I think. For sure. Mm. I uh, like all your other movies. I've looked up some little interesting trivia bits that I thought you might find interesting. None for this of them one. will ruin Lilo and Stitch, will they? They're good. They're not. No, like these these won't. I think these are all pretty cool, and I think okay. you'd appreciate them. So this is also one of the last like two D animated Disney movies before they've oh. all transitioned and become like the three D. Yeah. Looking um, ones like Zootopia, you know how that that kind of yeah. animation, and this is like one of the last two D, like the flat looking mm-hmm. ones which i think is, I like it it's pretty crazy that they wow. they don't do this more often but yeah. yeah um so chris sanders who is one of the film's uh directors also served as co-writer co-character designer co-character designer uh and also provided the voice for stitch a character oh! that he first created in 1985 when he originally pitched the idea of stitch for an unsuccessful children's book So he's hung with this for years and then he's finally turned it into a movie. How cool is that? And then he's so involved. Like he's the writer, he's the director, he's the voice and design the character. How do we be friends with him? You sound lovely. I reckon you reach out to him and you ask him, can we be friends? And I reckon he'll come a lot of popcorn. <laughs> we should ask him. We'll find we out. Should. Oh, he um, created Stitch. How beautiful. <laughs> how I've got cool two Stitch toys in our bedroom. I've got a big plush Disney one from the actual Disney shop and then a little... Yeah. Um, ceramic one in there just a side note there you go um so there's a scene in the film where they're on a beach and nani lilo and david are building a sandcastle yes the sandcastle they are building is the sleeping beauty castle which is disneyland castle how cool is that wow really holy shit i never thought of that so when you watch it again, take notice of what the sandcastle looked like. I think I might watch the, it at the Sabo after doing some cleaning. I'm going to watch go. it again. Why not? Uh, and then in Nani's uh, room, she's got a Milan poster hanging on the wall. How cool. I've never noticed any of this. you got something to look for next time you watch it. Then, right? I'm going to look. That's so cool. Wow. I think it's really good. All right, I'll move on. I've got a couple more questions for you. Uh-huh. Um, do you, films that win awards, do you take notice of that kind of stuff? Like, do you end up watching films that are award nominated or award winning? Like, do you think that's an indication of them being good quality? No, you don't do it? No, not not into it. I think um, I, I get why it's, if, if you see something like online, it's like um, won so-and-so awards, it might make you want to watch it. But I don't think that's ever really impacted my choices like on Netflix or Stan or even buying a DVD or a Blu-ray in the day, to be honest. Yeah. I've sort of just, I, I literally just go off the little bio and just go, yeah, yeah sounds good. I don't really yeah. look up. Like Isaac really likes looking up the Rotten Tomato stuff. Yeah. 
Whereas I don't really like looking at those because I find that half the time people that don't like a certain movie, I might like it and vice versa. So I don't yeah. really trust it too much. No, I'm the same. And I think yeah. my taste in movies probably swings pretty mainstream as in yeah. like it's it's not like really obscure art house yes. kind of stuff. It's Agreed. not heavy drama. It's just pure entertainment yeah. stuff that appeals to masses. Yeah. And like looking when I, I don't use Rotten Tomatoes, but I use like IMDb and I use like the user ratings. And it, for the common theme seems to be that a lot of the movies I really enjoy seem to be rated out of 10 about high mid to high sixes to okay. early sevens, which I think is strange, but it's a lot of people using that website too. So the, the yeah. score is aggregated. Is there a film you saw that you really loved and then you've come back to watch it again and you've seen it and you're like, ah, oh, that's actually, that's not very good. That's a very good question. A lot of rom-coms. I'm trying to think which one it was. Hang on, let me have a look. Like they just aren't they don't hit the same the second time around. No. They're not funny. The 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 characters getting together isn't oh. as powerful the second time around. He's just not that into you. I, I can't watch that okay, yeah. now as, a, as yep. an older woman. I uh, don't find it quite as, I don't know, it just doesn't feel the same. It's just not as, yeah. when I first watched it, I thought it was the best movie and I was like, I loved all the characters and I thought, because sure. it's so many famous people in it and I just thought it would be good. Well, great. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I'll probably watch it again, to be honest, because it was just, okay. maybe it was good as a little, like a teeny bop of flick, but now I probably wouldn't watch it because I just get the shits with all the fucking characters cheating on each other. So I'm just like, for fuck's sake. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. That's part of like a series of films where it's like that too, right? So yeah. There's also like Valen- Valentine's Day. Yes. Years Overrated. Years. And it's just yeah. a massive ensemble casts. Almost yeah, but by looking at it, you're like, how could this not be successful yeah. and yeah. enjoyable? Because it's like so many people's favorite like actors and actresses. Yeah. And they're all like people that are at have done these kind of films as just a more concentrated story on just mm-hmm. their character and maybe another. Yeah. I think the expanse of trying to have so many people in actually doesn't I don't think so. Right. You need yeah. to have like one or two coolios, and then if you have like all these like good-looking famous people i think it's just it's overloaded it's too much and that is that also i don't think i've seen that one i have seen new year's eve but it's a a nice movie but it wasn't great no exactly and is uh so is 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 he's not that into you one where it's like lots of little different stories but they all at some point come together yes at the end okay and even watching it again that the twist or however they all come together doesn't so it doesn't hold up. Like it's not. It's not that the hello little foot. Hello, Dale. It's not that the special story. Special guest on the show now. Special <laughs> guest. Hello. Say hello, hello everyone. Um, I I don't know if it's because I'm just a bit older, but I find that the the characters just don't do it for me as much. Um, sure. like there's one particular story that I won't say in case someone wants to watch it, but there's one love story that I'd still say is just so so beautiful. But a lot of them are just a bit cliche like you halfway through the movie and you just know what's going to happen already yeah so in hindsight it's not as earth shattering as i once believed the movie to be okay there's a dog out the front Oof. hello oh lady's pulling the lead a bit hard um what what's a film that surprised you the most when you saw it like you went in going oh i probably 
not that interested in this and then come out super glad having had seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Downton Abbey movie. Oh, yeah, okay. I know you're really into yes. this series. But then you were quite a late to the series and stuff, right? Yes. No, I haven't. You Think need I'm, to. Yeah. You, you were late to it, right? You binge watched all the series to go and see the, yep. the movie, right? Yep. It and was... absolutely. Did you even go into the movie with some sort of hesitation that you were 100%. maybe not? Yeah. Yeah, I was nervous that it wouldn't be as good as the show and mum was too. I went and saw it with her and we were like, oh, I hope I hope they don't ruin it. I hope it's not bad. And from the moment it started with the intro, I was just like... <laughs> was like this is it. This is the movie for me. Yeah. It was just beautiful. It was so good. Very good. Watch Downton Abbey to anyone watching this. It is, it'll change your life. I've watched it probably five or six times, not a joke, and there's always something that I've missed out from the last bit that... And you learn to appreciate different characters watching it over and over again, and it feeds your autism really nicely. Ooh, there you go. Um, what's a what's a film that you've seen and you really liked, yep. but you probably won't um, watch it again? It's um, a good question too. Probably Jungle Book or Pocahontas or something like that. I watched okay. the kids, but yeah. they just. They didn't. They weren't that magical Disney moment for me as much yeah. as like Beauty and the Beast and other ones. I don't think I'd ever watch them again unless you know I have a little kid that wants to watch it. Yeah. Mm. And are you talking about like the the original like cartoon one when you say yeah, the Jungle yeah. Book? Yeah. 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 And it yeah just once was enough. It then. I think yeah. so. I just didn't. I, I wasn't that I didn't like it, but I just you know how when you're a kid you come like I've come back to Lilo and Stitch so many times. I've just never reached for that as a movie to watch for whatever reason. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Is Lilo and Stitch, I can't remember. I, I probably should look this up. Is Lilo and Stitch musical? Because I know the Jungle Book has musical scenes in it. That's it's where like bare necessities bit. and stuff like yeah. that come from. But is Lilo and Stitch or is it just there's have a few, music? There's a few, there's a few yeah. songs, but I, I wouldn't say it's not like you're Frozen or even your Beauty and the Beast. I don't think it's near yeah. as musical as that. But it's just, okay. it's got some lovely little songs in it. Yeah, nice. Oh. Um, do you have a film, I guess the Grinch might have bit, kind of answered this question as well, but do you have a film that you kind of come back to at specific points in time? Like you might specifically come back to watch the Grinch at Christmas or you have a film that you pull up on your birthday all the time. Do you have like a, an annual film or a ritualistic film? Home Alone. At all Christmas. At yeah. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas yeah. movies are just the thing. They're just perfect. Yeah. I think Home Alone... Uh, Lost in New York's my favourite. I think that it's a perfect movie. And it was one that growing up, my family and I would always watch every Christmas sporadically. Putting the tree up before then didn't matter. It was always on in the background during Christmas. And it was sensational. Very good. That's um, Macaulay Culkin. They're actually, I'm pretty sure that's getting remade, but I think it's getting remade as a TV series. Oh, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not a fan? No. Just no. Leave, leave a good thing as it is. Don't try and ruin it. Macaulay Culkin will come back looking like a heroin addict and just be like. Dixon. <laughs> 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 Why right. ruin it? There you go. All oh. right, let's jump on to your third and final trailer. Oh. And it is. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. What did you say your name was again? I didn't. Well, whereabouts are you, Eddie? Valiki Cauldron. That's in London. Do you hear that, Ern? 
The leaky cauldron, that's in London. The leaky cauldron. <laughs> hey, if you have the pea soup, make sure you eat it before it eats you. <laughs> of the muggles. Will they see us? Muggles? They don't see nothing, do they? No, but if you jab them with a fork, they see you. Seven, six, five, four, three, three and a half, two, one and three quarters. Yes! There you go. Tell me about this one. Why do you like this one out of all the Harry Potter films? What, what about this one stands out the most to you? Character development. It's visually amazing. I think that the, I don't know if graphics is the right word, but I'm going to say graphics are just, everything about it is just, it's sort of like Harry Potter goes like this and it's perfect and then it just goes to me anyway. I just think it's so sure. good. And I think that um, the friendship of the trio, I think that everything just sort of starts coming together a little bit more and evolving. And, yeah, I just think it's the best movie ever. So good. Nice one. Very good. Thank you. Um, I've got a little bit of trivia on this one that I thought you might find interesting too. Oh, no. Um, these are quite cool. So okay. this is the third Harry Potter film. Yeah. Uh, the first two were directed by a man called Chris Columbus, yep. who actually made the first original Home Alone movie. There you Didn't go. Know that. That's cool. Um, yeah. But this is he wasn't replaced. He just opted not to come back for a third Harry Potter film. So they got a new guy called Alfonso Cuaron, oh, uh, and he oh. had never read Harry Potter nor had he seen the first two movies when he was offered the job. And he almost turned it down, uh, but it wasn't until his good friend and another filmmaker named Guillermo del Toro convinced him, saying, "Hey, man, um, don't be stupid. Read these books immediately and yeah. sign the contract for this movie." And I look at that, and I'm like, "That's amazing," because I'm pretty sure this is one of the most highly regarded of the eight movies. I'm pretty sure if, if you look at their like ratings out of ten, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the last one. Then yeah. this one rates the second highest which i think is incredible but this guy that directed it never came back to do another one he just did this one i wonder if because he didn't know much about the movie beforehand it made him do it differently or something or he made it because it's a very it feels slightly more magical that particular movie than the other ones and i put a thing up on instagram ages ago about it and a few people were just like oh my god this is the best harry potter movie and i was like oh my god other people think the same thing as I've always loved it and my brothers too and yeah it was cool to see that other people think it's an old mate wasn't even a true potterhead he wasn't even he was a yeah. muggle <laughs> yeah yes he was a muggle um JK Rowling mm-hmm. uh said she got goosebumps when she saw several moments of this film ahead of its initial release uh because they'd inadvertently referred to events that would occur in the final two books which at the time she saw them hadn't come out and hadn't told people about she was like people will come back to these films and see that they've deliberately put clues to events that occur in these films but at the time she had not provided anyone with the knowledge that they would be they would need to be set up how clever is that wow that's amazing so it had little easter eggs in the movie yeah and but just they weren't known like the payoff for those what would become easter eggs wasn't known to anyone but her 
that's so that's, cool. What a woman. Yeah. Wow. Um, the Dementors feature in this film. Mm-hmm. And this was, I actually thought this was pretty crazy. Uh, the visual effects team spent six months creating the look of the Dementors. Originally, uh, they weren't thrilled with the idea of using just computer graphics. Uh-huh. So they wanted to use more traditional techniques like puppetry, uh, but the, it wasn't working, so they didn't. It didn't look believable. It just honestly looked like puppets and someone yeah. holding a fan off to the side. Uh, so they tried other techniques where they um, involved putting the puppet in water and then blowing water toward it, but then running the film backwards, giving it like this otherworldly look where it's kind of like floating, which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> But it was going to be too expensive to film it that way, cut it out, and then put it into the shot. So they had to create a simulation based on that look and then end up doing it out of all CG anyway. They went down a pretty uh, real approach of how to actually nail that. I think they nailed the Dementors. I think that they're pretty fucking terrifying. I I think they're pretty bloody terrifying. I'll take the episode out for you. Sorry. There you go. All right, I'll move on. I've got a couple more questions before we ask you about your favourite film. Uh, in the Claire Elise Dixon biopic, who plays Claire Dixon? What? <laughs> who plays you in the movie about your life? Oh, oh. Megan Fox. Oh, okay. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, Clearly, yeah. The, yep. the similarities are just endless. Exactly, yep. I, <laughs> okay. I, I, like, I like to think she would play it, but probably more yeah. realistically it'd be bloody, oh, who, who would it be? Oh, fuck, I don't even know. No, I'm going to go with Megan Fox. Fuck it, definitely. Good, Both yeah. brunettes, that's all that matters. Yeah, I reckon she'd play me in a movie too, actually, so that's a good choice. So it'd be good. Um, who is your favourite character from... A movie. Any oh, movie. Any movie. This is the deepest question I've ever been asked in my entire life. It's good. Favourite character of any movie. Can I have two? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Harry Potter, obviously. Yep. And... Megan Fox in Transformers. Yep, I thought so. Yeah, cool. There you go. Different reasons. <laughs> and, and Stitch. Okay, yeah, an animated character. I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. He's Harry Potter and Stitch. I imagine if you could, you would definitely own Stitch as a pet, wouldn't you? <laughs> a little Frenchy called Stitch. <laughs> yeah, one of those, yeah. That would be good. That would probably be the closest thing you could get, right? Oh, it would be. Um, do you have a do you have a favorite um, filmmaker? Yes, the horror movie guy of the movie we went to see. The- oh yeah, uh, so we went and saw The Conjuring. So it's yes. um, James Wan. Yes. Yes. So he makes a film, no matter what it is, you're going to see it. Oh yeah, if it's a scary one. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't see yeah. Aquaman, then did you? I watched a bit of it. I, I'm not, I, I'm sorry. I can't. I just, yeah. It's too no, that's much. Fair. Yeah. No, I get it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, every movie has an ending, but what is the best ending to a movie that you've seen? Oh, 
why this just came into my head, but it's not, I don't think it's even, like, it's one of my favourite movies, but not like, I don't even know if many people know it. Do you, do you remember the movie Father of the Bride? With um Steve Martin? No, I don't. It's like an early 2000s movie. Very. It's got Diane, Diane Keating's in it too. Okay. I really like the ending of the second movie of that where they save their family house and get it back. And Father of the Bride 2 yeah. came out in 1995. I have not seen this. It is really, really good. It's it's up there and one of my favourite. It'd be in my top 10 movies, I reckon. Okay. I'll have to check one that and out. two are really good. Mum and I still quote bits from the movie when we're on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, do you have a, a favourite quote from a movie? Like it's just the line that sticks out the most from a movie to you? Snake when he says, always, about his oh, love for Lily. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's a big one. That's quite That's, that's a white girl it? quote, if ever I've heard one. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've made it to your feature film. And your feature film is, drum roll, please. Oh, it worked that time. I didn't hear the other one. Is Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. masterpiece beyond its years <laughs> the characters the lights the music the whole thing's just perfection what more can it's, i say uh, it's really good you enjoyed that one a lot what about this it's got a sequel too what about that one you it's great it's great i don't think Not as it's good as one no no yeah. it's still really good though i'm gonna try and force our future children to watch them even if they're <laughs> boys they have to yeah. sit down and watch frozen with mum yeah because it's just it's such a beautiful movie i just love it it's a, it's a very feel-good movie i can put it on whenever if i'm feeling a bit whatever a bit, bit yeah. sad or whatever and it just lifts everything it's beautiful it's not a christmas film though right it, it just came out at christmas and i think it's setting being in snow and stuff as well yeah it feels christmasy doesn't it i haven't really yeah. thought of it that way it does feel very like seasonal and christmasy yeah, um, coming from us who live in Australia where yeah. Christmas occurs in summer. <laughs> so much snow. It's yeah. just, but something about the movie, I think just every time you watch it, just it's just magical. It's so cool. Yeah. And I remember when you've shown me things from Disney on Ice with Frozen, every time I've seen it, I've just been like, oh. Yeah. It's just yeah, pure magic fun. as an adult to watch, which is just really nice to experience. Yeah, no, I agree. I uh, There's some interesting trivia I found on this one for you. And there's okay. one piece. I've got four pieces of this one, and I think two of them you will find really um, incredible. And one I'm not sure if you might have already known, but I thought it was really cool because I didn't know it. Yeah. Um, so as of April 11th, 2014, Frozen became the highest grossing animated musical film of all time with a worldwide gross of $1.097 billion. 
That is a lot of money. Oh my god! That it is deserves it. That is mental. Yeah! Wow. The most uh, the most complex frame in the movie. So one frame. There's 24 frames in a second when you see a movie, mm-hmm. and there is obviously a sequence that has one frame in it that was so complex it required 132 hours to render. That's absolutely mental. Holy that shit! Is, Does it say what scene of, it was? It doesn't, but I was thinking about it and I imagine it's probably in Let It Go. There's a really long shot where the castle builds up around her maybe. Um, I bet that is it. I imagine it's somewhere around that because there's a lot happening. There's an actual character in the shot. There's clothing. There's a building. There's weather. There's elements. There's all different sorts of stuff going on. So I imagine it's probably in there somewhere. Now, are you ready for this one? Because I read this twice and then Googled it and it is true. Oh my God. Jack Whitehall had a role in the movie as a troll priest who attempts to marry Anna and Kristoff. However, his lines were cut from the film. Did Jack- you know this? No. Yeah. Jack Whitehall? was so excited, but he didn't know until the film came out, I think, that he was not in he it. He didn't know. He got told he was in the movie, recorded it, was on top of the world because all he ever wanted to do was be in a Disney movie. He got there. He did. He to, did. Jokes on them. Well, he ended up in Jungle Cruise, didn't he? Yeah. So he still ended up in one. That's good. Um, but Great. yeah, like, and his lines ended up being cut out. The character he voiced and got shown that he was voicing this character, he said, still appears in the movie. So it kind of feels like it teases him when he watches it. Oh my but God, that's horrible. The lines are not there. How crazy maybe, is that? Maybe he wasn't like as big a deal when that came in. I don't know. We love Jack Whitehall. Isaac and I went and saw him and he's just such a fun happy dude he's so clever that's horrible yeah i still love frozen but that's not fair to jack Ray, it's uh i was yeah i was surprised to read that one myself i really didn't know that that's was crazy um how's this one how familiar are you with the movie tangled oh pretty pretty familiar actually so i that's, watched that heaps too that's rapunzel and flynn rider Yep. who both have cameo appearances in Frozen. They are seen entering the castle of oh! Arendelle for Elsa's coronation as Elsa sing, as Anna sings, rather, the first time in forever. They're seen walking into the... I think I knew that. How, co- how think, cool not, is that? Not old, mate, but I think I saw a character that looks a bit like yeah. Rapunzel from um, Tangled. Yeah, I didn't think this was true. I was like, oh, this is going to be like some absolute deep background yeah. character. Do a quick Google search on that, anyone, if you're yeah. listening and interested. And it's legitimately, yeah. it's those oh, two characters. Beautiful. She doesn't have the blonde hair. She has yeah. the short um, brown She's hair from the from end of the film. Yeah. yeah. So it's after the events of Tangled take place. But, yeah, that's, um, that's how gnarly is that? That's so good. Very good. Oh, my All gosh. Right. So Frozen is your favourite film still, yeah? Oh, God, yes, except I'm very dirty that Jack Whitehall wasn't part of it. Asshole. Does that change your outlook on the film now? No, but it makes me Still a little best. bit heartened. There you go. <laughs> All right, I've got two more things for you now. Yep. Um, this is like the last question I have for you. What is the film you are looking forward to seeing the most next at the movies when we can go? Downton Abbey 2. Okay, I think that's next. I'm pretty sure that's next year, right? It was meant to be this year. Sucks. I think we're going to be delayed a little bit of time. We're currently in some lockdowns right now in New South Wales, so that'll be yes, we are a little bit. I can't stop eating chips. (laughs) 
<laughs> Can't wait. Um, now this is I've used this is I've <clears throat> I've used one of your top four favorite films for this bit now, and I've oh. gone online and I've intentionally found a really bad one star review for one of your top four films. Oh, I've removed. Fun. I've removed all the mentions of what film it is. So I'm no. going to read you the review and I want you to guess uh, what the film is and I want you to, def- to defend the film from this scathing one-star review. Very good. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm not happy about it. Okay. So the title of this review is Why Is This Film Liked So Much? How? This film is awful. A wonderful book should not be turned into a full-length feature film. The film is filled with bad jokes. One of the original messages gets completely jumbled up. The writers felt it was necessary to put a bunch of adult jokes that are gross, painful to watch. And when you realize it's based on a book, (laughs) while some characters look fairly good, others look like demons. They act like demons. Uh, They're nothing like the author envisioned them to be. They don't even act like characters from the original book. The setting, while fairly large, have bleak colours. Some appear fairly ugly. It rarely follows the book. And when it does, you finally get a sense of relief. Then a gross joke is shoved in your face and you begin to despise the film even more. I do not understand how people like this film. Which of your top four films? Are they talking about Harry Potter? They, do you want me to tell you what it is? Yeah. I picked this one because I thought it might trick you for that. It is not for Harry Potter. They're talking about The Grinch. What? Who the hell would say that about the fucking Grinch? Well, that's 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 what I'm not sure of either. Can you defend this review? Yes, I can. That person's a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. Saying that the characters look like demons. And who's, who's that invested in The Grinch book? Get over yourself. Watch the fucking movie, you loser. Can you imagine writing that about the Grinch, which is one of the greatest movies of all time? It's it's it like just screams that it's been written by an adult who went to a family film with a very high brow of like this must be like if this doesn't oh like that's mental. I can't believe that. What a fucking loser! I bet it was like some big fucking just big fat bloke that fucking. Lives in a basement and bloody trawls fucking gum tree for hours drinking mother drinks. There you go. <laughs> so fucking or right. her. Very good. Well, that's it, Claire. We're done. Thank you so much for coming on. I really you, appreciate it. Um, where can people reach out and find you if they've got some quarrels with your picks of films here? Where can they reach out and abusively direct message you? Don't at me. Uh, my Instagram is uh, Little Dixon Claire, L I L Dixon Claire. Um, and and you and Isaac have got the, a shared YouTube page now, too, right? Well, what about that one? Where can they I, find you there? I, I, I feature on uh, Isaac's second channel, which is called Little Butts Man. Um, so I'm on there sometimes. I pop my head up and try and help out when I can. Um, Very good. And yeah, other than that, don't find where I live. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say next, what your address for the house is, uh, what's uh, that one? <laughs> one, two, Smith Street. <laughs> In Whoville. <laughs> there you go. No, that was awesome, Claire. Thanks so much. I really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. My pleasure, love. Thank you very much. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bottomless Popcorn. For bonus content, news, and upcoming guests, follow us on Instagram at Bottomless Popcorn Pod. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at bottomlesspopcornpod at gmail.com. And be sure to leave a review of your own favorite film wherever you listen to podcasts.